Fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And the best way to level up both your mental and your physical fitness is by making small but powerful changes to your daily habits and routines. With this podcast, I aim to bring you a combination of short educational solo casts and slightly longer conversations I've had with a wide variety of fascinating people. The goal? To help you develop a lifestyle which supports your mental and physical fitness and improves your overall quality of life. My name is Jay Unwin. Welcome to FitBody FitMind. Welcome back to Fit Body Fit Mind, and today I have with me Mike Trower from Cooking with Cody. How are you doing today, Mike? Yeah, very good, very good. All uh, all guns blazing. No, oh, nice, lovely to hear. So, for those of the listeners who haven't heard of you or heard of what you do, it would be great to get a little rundown. What is Cooking with Cody? Um, Cooking with Cody is. A, uh, it's an online cooking show aimed at um, families in poverty with young children who are trying to find new ideas of what to cook. Nice. It's kind of grown into now we, we've got a, we've got a big project at the moment where we are trying to create the fir- the world's first double decker uh, cooking school, which is free for children and families to come and learn to cook on. So it's kind of grown from this uh, like a YouTube show, and now it's going on a bus and we're going to like hit the local area nice and the local area for you so this it tall bay is the area that you're based in isn't it that's the one yeah yeah and- sunny tall bay mostly sometimes <laughs> that's good <laughs> uh, the um well very local to me because i'm uh, i'm only over in totnes um oh, nice. but yeah are you planning on just doing the local area are you planning on getting further afield if you, what, what's the plan with the bus so um, I want to annihilate this area first. I really want to like just yep. just get everybody sorted down here, like almost practice down here with the local schools, like my kids' school I'll go to first, and then I'll do like the primary schools, then I'll move up up a level to like the older schools, and yeah. then I will go out further afield. Yeah, um, I'll probably go like an hour away from my home. Yep, at max. So I mean, I could go. So uh, there's there's quite a big area that I could do. But I just want to keep it local at the moment, unless there's like a special request or something. Then obviously yeah. we can just shoot out. I think it definitely makes sense to kind of to to do it that way round for sure. What's the um What's the message that you're trying to get? So obviously you're um you know you you started off with uh with the YouTube show, and I'm assuming that the message that you're kind of spreading uh, in terms of this this new project with the with the double decker bus is just an extension of the the message that you started out with. And what what is that? What is it that you're trying to get across to people? So um, I'll I'll explain first like how I started or yeah, why go for I started. It, mate. So um, in 2018, in June, I became a full-time single parent to uh, Cody and Lara. Cody was two then, and Lara was four months old. Um, and I ran out of money. I, I wasn't saving any money from when I left my work to become a full-time single parent. So I ended up selling everything I had. So like, um, I had two cars, so I sold one, one of my cars, my motorbike, um, just bits and pieces around the home until I was skint. Yeah. And um, I had food, like the food I had was like, uh, chips, chicken Kiev, sausage rolls, you know, just stuff that you yep. chuck in the oven, uh, stick it in the oven at this temperature and, you know, Bob's Rungle. Yeah. But so when I got my first food bank kit from the, um, um, there was like a church that I went to to collect this food bank kit, kit from social services. Um, I had all of these ingredients that I'd never heard of before right. in my life. Yeah. Like, um, 
like even chopped tomatoes. I was like, why is there chopped tomatoes in a can, and why is it so liquidy? What's this? Is it a soup? <laughs> like, so, but there was lentils. Like, yeah. you know, I thought that was like a country. It was yeah. chickpeas, and they were like, I, I don't know. I just didn't even understand what these things were. So I was like, right, video called my mum. I was like, mum, what are these things? And she's like, well, I don't really cook with them that much, but like, you know, this is what that's for, and that's what that's for. So I was like, right, okay. And she goes, this is absolutely hilarious because Cody, Cody was in the background, like bashing the top tops of these tins yeah. with um, like a wooden spoon. So he was like almost playing That's the drums. That's one way and, to use them. Yeah, yeah. And so she said, oh, it looks like Cody's got a better idea than you have of what to do with all this lot. So I was like, oh, there we go. Then she's going to start cooking with Cody. And she was like, oh, that's funny. And then I was like, do you know what? I'm going to video us doing it. So we made this little thing. I don't even know what it was. Some sort of bolognese, I guess. Yeah. Um, and um, put it on my Facebook and people just thought it was hilarious that me and Cody were basically teaching each other how to cook with, with all this like eight carrier bags full of tins that yeah. just didn't know what they were for. So it kind of like went from there, like people found it funny. Um, then I started to do like longer videos and then I got some like editing software. I bought a cheap laptop. And for me, it was very hard to go from being management in a garden center with a team of staff below me yeah. to then being a full-time parent yeah. instantly within a day. So I, although I was very busy with the children, I had nothing to focus on. Okay. Yeah. And I needed something. And this was my thing. I realized that this was the thing that was going to help me every night instead of turning to drink or yeah. messaging random people for no reason, yeah. you know, getting myself into trouble or whatever. This was something that I could sit down in front of a thirty-pound laptop, which I've still got down here. Yeah. Um, using some old, really old software, plugging my phone in to like move all the videos that I've done over, and just sitting there and editing these videos. Yeah. And 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 that's literally why I started it was for the for the to to learn how to cook for the fun of cooking, but also like the mental health side of it, where um, I could put my my time into something creative and productive. And it's still going to that now. So still, I'm not working. I'm still a full-time single parent. We're still doing the videos and we're still doing productive things, creative things. But now, because of fundraising, we've got this money for this double-decker bus. Yeah. So now we can get other people to come on board. We've got, we've actually got a food bank on the bus. So I'm collecting... So I'm collecting loads of tins of food yeah. in my room so that there's like loads of tins of food that I've got here from people that have donated. There's going to be a food bank on the bus and we're going to be cooking around food bank food, yeah. um, which I'm call- I'm making a cookbook. The cookbook is going to be called the Corner Shop Cookbook. Okay. So it's yeah. all food that you can get from a corner shop, but it's also all the food that you get in food bank kits. Yeah. So it's how to make the most of what you've got in these in these kits for fun and with the kids. It's it's a, a massively important thing to be doing. I, it's a, you know, huge respect to you first off, mate. Because I, I mean, I obviously I came across what you were doing um, via the power of social media um, a, a few weeks back when I when I first messaged you, and um, it was something because obviously a part of it being you know local to me, lots of people I know kind of sharing it around and stuff like that. And I remember seeing. Obviously, it had been picked up by local news and things like that as well. And uh, you mentioned about the fundraising, which has allowed you to to get hold of the uh, the double decker. the The fundraising started out as a really small goal, didn't it? Yeah, I I needed so I needed a new mixer because yeah. I was um, to mix up dough, and um, I wanted to get a posh one, so a couple of hundred quid. Yeah. So um, so I had this um, 
little GoFundMe link on the spot of my little homemade website from yep. Wix and you know yeah. um just like you know, you really like terrible thing you're all, everything's crammed into it but there's this tiny little GoFundMe link at the bottom of the website and um I was asking for a couple of hundred quid for a mixer and I was yep. like well you know if it comes it comes if not then I'll just keep making dough by hand yeah um um and then like a month before this russell howard's team spotted us oh yeah of course yeah so yeah so then when our feature went out on russell howard the morning after because obviously he goes out that goes out at 10 o'clock you know i was on the floor the last three minutes of his of his thing which so ends at 11 o'clock and then they get loads of messages a couple of donations and i was like this is really cool like i've made money back and i've made i've made the money in about like two hours yeah so i had made like 200 quid in two hours i was like this is amazing i can go buy a mixer tomorrow i was buzzing went to bed really really happy woke up to <laughs> seven 700 quid and i was like wow this is nuts and then for the next five days i was getting a thousand pound a day in donations because people were like i've just seen you on russell howard i've just seen this just seen that and i was like right so i've got like when it crept up to about six and a half grand, it, obviously it, there was like a big boom of like four days. Yeah. And then it started to like come down very slowly. Um, but it rested at about six grand. So I was like, so I found this double decker bus for three and a half grand. And I was like, sweet. So I've got, I needed seven and a half. So for work, what I worked out was I needed seven and a half grand. Yeah. The double decker bus thing kind of like, I was just like, what, what can I do with this money? Because people don't know. I was like, right, I'm going to get a venue. I'm going to get a venue and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. But I was like, but then what sort of venue? And I was like, right, I'm, I'm double decker bus. I'm just going to do a double decker bus. I've seen a couple of people have done it, done it before with for different things like libraries or yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've seen putting play, play stuff in there like for for kids, um, you know, like soft play. Yeah. And I was like, right, so I'm going to do a cookery school in a double decker bus. Um, so I started to Google it to see what people have done. And they don't exist. Nobody's done one. All right. um, there's a, there's a, there's a, a small sort of version in Germany, okay. but they've just they've ripped all the seats out and put a table there with some gas hobs. Okay. Where mine's like purpose built, like like there's going to be cookers, fridges, ovens, yeah, yeah, yeah. hobs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, when the money came in, I was like, right, wicked. Screaming child. <laughs> Perks, um, of the, perks of the parenting thing, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we raised this money, and I was like, yeah, well, so I went and viewed this bus in Ipswich, which is six hours away from here. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, we were like, yeah, cool. That's 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 the one that we're getting, put a deposit down on it, and it came two weeks later. That's amazing. And so it's, cool. it just, just shows the, the, the power of getting the message out there. And it must be, I mean it must be a message that really resonates with people to to be picked up by a show like Russell Howard because obviously it's the, it, it it's his it's thing isn't it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. finding yeah, the good he, news stories and that yeah and and so obviously it it uh, piqued the interest of the researchers for that show or or you know whoever it was who who saw it and went this is something that we need to have on the show um yeah. so it resonated with them but then once it was on russell howard it had obviously resonated with a large number of people who then spent you know like you said the following four five six days or so um donating to yeah. to your cause and uh, is it something where when you've when you've been talking about it and when you've been kind of spreading this uh this this mission if you like and talking about it to different people is it something which you've found really does resonate with people and people have got a kind of real like they get why you're doing it Every single every single person who I spoke to has said, "Oh, I, I had a really bad time at, at this particular year. I yeah. had a really bad time in that particular year." 
And um, they might not have been homeless like I was for six weeks. They might not have had to go to food banks. Yeah. They, but they knew what it was like to be broke. Yeah. And they knew what it was like to have no energy to do anything. Sure. And to the and like everyone's been in that position where they've thought to themselves, "What is the point?" Yeah. In me going on, like, you know, obviously I attract a certain like group of people. Yeah. So I can't say about anybody who's who lives in I don't know Chelsea or the yeah, royal yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. really, you know, like that's that's not who I'm who I who I talk to with what I'm doing. But everyone who I spoke to about what I'm what I'm doing have all said that they have fell on hard times and they've had to have help either from family or from food banks or, or whatever. And they've all said, if we knew about you then, then we would have just, just done what you'd said or yeah. took some advice from you or even, even some inspiration about like being positive about your hobby, Yeah, you know, and, and push forward to turn it into something fun for the family. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what you've done is you've taken something which is, a, a huge challenge and was it was a huge challenge for you and like you said it's been a huge challenge in a similar way to lots of other people over the years and you've taken that and you've turned it into a, a, a like a purpose you've given yourself a project which has obviously done wonders for you in terms of having that thing to focus on like you said we need we need a purpose don't we we need a project to to put our energy into massively and, and so not only are you helping people through the direct way of uh you know showing people how to make the most of the food bank food or the kind of real basic shopping food that they're getting hold of um but you're also inspiring people to kind of get their teeth into some kind of project whether it's a charitable project whether it is a community project whether it is a business whether it is you know whatever it happens to be um, even if you are the project like yeah. your, your yes. health and fitness yeah like yeah. You, you know or your mental health that could be like meditate once a day yeah or something that anything if you've got like a little area in your garden where you can grow some herbs yeah or or, or vegetables or something that anything can be a project yeah like I didn't invent cooking by any means. Everybody cooks since the caveman, since before, yeah. since every single person who's got hands can cook. You know, yeah. maybe if they haven't got hands, maybe we should, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, any, anybody, exactly, yeah. anybody can cook, right? So I haven't done anything different. All I've done is just shown what I do with it. Yeah. And people can relate to it because it's like, the struggles that I've been through and yeah. the struggles that they might have been through or their children have been through yeah. or when they were children, they might have gone through that. Their parents might have been broke. So everyone can relate to it, but it's the power of being able to push through that bad situation and it all be on film still all over YouTube and keep pushing through to the point where we, we're not uh, not only just just doing the videos, but we're cooking for the homeless as well. Yeah, using using donated foods that we get given by the homeless charity that we that we work alongside with. Um, you know, it's it's the whole like, it's it's just the whole package of, of everything. It's the it's the motivation that I've got um, to do such a simple thing of cooking, but in such a a helpful positive way for for not just my family but for others yeah 
Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned about how many people have, have been through some kind of hardship with regards to food and things like that. And I saw you um, posted something on Instagram recently, which was about um, food poverty. I know that's obviously something that you post about quite quite frequently because it's um, it runs parallel to everything that you do. Um, but some, some crazy stats in terms of like the number of people who are experiencing food poverty. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what the figures were, but it was like it was it was like millions. Yeah, it's like eight million or something it's in the 8. UK. Eight point two, I yeah. think. Eight point two million. Yeah, I mean, there's six thousand children in in poverty in my in Torbay, which yeah. is three small towns. Yeah, there's only I think there's ninety thousand people or something, and there's six thousand children are in poverty. It's a it's a huge number, really, and I think that I, I think that people don't quite realise the extent of it. Um, and you know, my my kind of passion is around mental and physical fitness and malnourishment when you're a child like if you're going oh, going through childhood what? without enough food you know yeah. it's been, and all, not not just not enough food but also not enough the good right quality food, food. Yeah, yeah absolutely um then that really affects your development physically yeah. and mentally you're gonna you're gonna really struggle um to to develop a healthy body and a healthy mind if you don't have the right food well, this is it. Like, if I smash down at McDonald's and then sit down to do my invoicing, it's not going to be as productive as it would be if I did have a salad before no, or no. something a bit more um, not so heavy on me. And yeah. again, if I hadn't have eaten anything and sat down to do some work, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. So, if you're sitting down in front of a desk full of the wrong food or full of no food, there's no point in you being in front of that desk. No, that you are Agreed. not going to be doing anything productive. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I, I used to be a teacher, and I remember seeing. Uh, so I used to, I used to teach at Paint College actually, and um, one of the one of the things that I I saw fairly regularly, too regularly, in fact, was um, you know young teenagers who'd come in, uh, they they hadn't had breakfast, and they would yeah. really really struggle to to concentrate throughout the day. Um, and you know they would get a good meal at lunchtime because maybe they're on free school meals and they've got that, yeah. that that meal provided for them. But in in a lot of cases, that was the that was the main meal they were having that day. Yeah. And and you could see the the difference in their concentration and in, in terms of their ability to engage with what was going on in the afternoon once they'd eaten versus yeah. in the morning. And it's it's so noticeable. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um... Like there's a couple of people that I spoke to where they know that teachers have kept like some like breakfast bars and stuff in their yeah. drawers. Yeah. Um, and they would give a child a breakfast bar because they haven't had anything. And, you know, it's, it's, I know that it's hard to feed your children, Yeah. but it's only hard if you don't have the education of yeah. what to do with the food that you can get hold of, because like you could have two identical families you could have a single parent on one family, another single parent on another family. Both of those single parents have got one child. One child is obese and the other one is starving, skinny and hungry. Yeah. And it's they're on the same money, but what is going wrong there? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why is one person obese? We've got the highest obesity level in the whole of Western Europe, yeah. percent, percentage-wise, with yeah. children. So it's like, why have we got so much poverty and hunger, but why are we so obese? Yeah. There's there is there's education that needs to be sorted without hence doubt. The, hence the cuckoo school. Yeah, I think it's 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 such a um a, a kind of a vital level of education as well because it is you know that we 
our health is the most fundamental thing that we need in order to, to do yeah. anything else, isn't it? Right. We, if we don't have physical health, uh, if we don't have mental health um, in, in, in good nick, then we struggle with all the other bits and pieces that we've got to do throughout our life. We'll struggle with school. And then when we go on to work, we'll struggle with work. And of course, there's there's so many different um, kind of aspects and so many different elements to maintaining good health, physical activity, um, you know, all kinds of different things. Uh, but the, the what you eat is just so fundamental, isn't it? And I think that I think obviously on a societal level, there's certain things which make it difficult. You know, the the prevalence of very processed foods and it's convenient, right? And when you're stressed out and you're you're a busy parent and you you're juggling the um you know your work and your kids or all the other stuff you've got to do or whatever it is that, that you know parents it's parenting's hard right yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. quite simply parenting is really really hard and and so when with all of that going on it's so easy to reach for the convenient stuff yeah and it's it really is it's often not the not not the best option right in terms of your health and your kids health um and what I love, what I love about what you do, and kind of what you post about, is there's no, it's no frills. It's real basic, and it's it's about making that, yeah, you know, making that healthy food and those healthy meals doable in the small amount of time with the small amount of energy you might have. You're not yeah. slaving away for three or four hours making like some kind Doing of some masterpiece, pork, are you? Pork, something. Yeah, yeah, no, it, exactly. It's And it's like some of the stuff, like example, one of the things that I'm trying to do is a, well, what, what I've done is a, um, a cottage pie yep. out, out of cans, so out of tinned food. Yep. So it will be, um, so the mince is meatballs and gravy, yep. but just smashed up. And then tin carrots and tin peas. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's not all the best food, but it's at the corner of most streets. Yeah. Each can is under a quid. So yep. if you've got four quid in your purse, okay, it's the mo- not the most cost-effective. The- it's cheaper to go and bulk buy stuff. Of course but it is, yeah. If, if you've it's not got- always possible, though, is it? No, if you've only got four quid left, yeah. you can go and make some proper food with that four quid. Yeah, you know, or that three quid. Okay, like so, like instead of going out and buying like a whole sack of potatoes because it's like cheaper per potato, (laughs) we we just can't do that. It's impossible. But but the sort of stuff that you get from food banks, it's okay. It's better than crap. Yeah. Either you spend that four quid on this cottage pie made for four people, or you go and spend it on a happy meal. Yeah. And it's going to feed like one person. Yeah. So it's like it's 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 there, and this cookbook is going to be, it's going to have all like decent meals in it with veg. Uh, there's some vegan stuff in there. There's some other bits and pieces in there. And it's all just going to be stuff that is already in your house. And if it's not in your house, it's in the corner shop and it's all there. You can just go in one little carrier bag and just get what you need. And it's, and it's just going to be simple and easy. One saucepan, chuck it in, cook it, done. I think it's really easy for people who haven't been in that situation to say things like oh you know it's better value to go and buy a big bag of potatoes and these fresh fruit and veg and this kind of whatever it whatever it happens to be it's like yeah if you if you buy like buy that stuff then it's better per unit or whatever it's very easy if you haven't been in the situation where i mean you talk about having four quid left there's there's people there's a lot of people who find themselves in that situation quite regularly and for people who haven't found themselves uh, and who are lucky enough to to have um, never been in that situation, that's going to seem completely alien. And so I think part of what you're 
what you're doing is not only educating the people who need that the, the education around um, around food and cooking and all the rest of it but also educating people who are in a more privileged position about how some people are having to live and i think yeah. that's vital because a lot of the people who um who make decisions on a uh, local community level all the way up to obviously a government level a lot of those people have never been in that situation and yeah. so it's it's so so important for for more people to be aware of of, of those difficulties and how very real they are yeah. so that you know so, i mean that awareness is is powerful and i'm sure that a lot of the people who were donating money after seeing you on russell howard were shocked and appalled and astounded that that's still going on in like i mean let's be honest we're one of the richest countries in the world right yeah yeah but then we still got a massive 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 amount of of, yeah. of poverty yeah it's Homeless, homelessness <laughs> like yeah we like but then like some of these children who are not getting the food that they should have yeah they're like the next doctors the next teachers the next yes. police officers yeah. like would would we just tell a doctor to skip a meal like probably not. No, like, you want them on their expect- game, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like these kids are the next rulers of the country. Yeah, and like we're not giving them what they need to 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 to, to do that. You know, to to grow in that sort of in that um in that way. Um, you know, like you want the best possible opportunities for your kids, and that means like starting with what's on their plate yeah. right yeah you might be saving for a holiday next year to go to wales or something for yeah. camping yeah but just like what's what's more important like now i know that a holiday is going to be cool and everyone wants to have one or the one having like an extra special christmas like yeah you're gonna you might eat christmas day but like there's so much that's that needs to be done um with our kids like every day yeah and, and it's not even like like with my cooking classes they're going to be free because like you shouldn't have to you shouldn't charge somebody just to teach them how to cook a tin of baked beans or something it's like and there's and there's parents out there who don't really know how to cook things at that sort of level yeah i was one of them you know i didn't have a clue and i would definitely have jumped on a double-decker bus and been like yeah i'll just i'll just pretend it's for my kids but actually it's for me yeah you know like i'll just pretend it's fun for the children but but it's me who needs to learn and nobody should have to pay for that knowledge of how to just prepare a meal for their child you shouldn't yeah. have to pay for that yeah. you shouldn't have to pay for cookery schools like that you think that this it's such a fundamental um kind of life skill and our schools yeah. like our schools do great things yeah we i i'm you know i have a huge amount of respect still for 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 the teachers uh, you know yeah, it's always absolutely. it's always uh, you know the frontline uh people who who bear the brunt of anything really i think the system um, our education system needs a bit of um, a, a adaptation in kind of life skills. Uh, I yeah. think that yeah, it's great learning academic stuff. Yes, maths is important. You do need to have a basic grasp of how maths works, English, yeah. science. I was a science teacher, so I'm, I, I think it's vital that we understand the world around us. But, yeah. but not at the expense of not learning how to cook and how to... Yeah run a household and how to yeah. you know like these what... these these things that we need in life to survive yeah like yeah. basic stuff stuff like how how to vote and things like that because yeah. there's so many people that you know you don't get taught this stuff in any great detail no. back in the day i mean i as from from what i've heard 
prior to when I was in, I remember doing cooking classes and stuff when I was at school and I'm sure they still do. But the if you if you went back a few decades before I was at school, there was um, there was a lot more focus on you know what they called home economics, wasn't it? It was yeah, and, and things like that. And yeah. and if kids are coming through school and they're not learning how to cook a basic meal, um, then when they become parents themselves, you know, which which isn't usually that long after they've left school yeah. in the grand yeah. scheme of things, you know, they might leave school at the age Ten of sixteen, years. eighteen, yeah, and then within the next few years they've got a family of their own, yeah. If they haven't learned it during their school years, then when are they going to learn it? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. there becomes a stigma, doesn't it? It's a bit like what you said. Like if there was a double-decker bus, you would have gone and jumped on and said, right, yeah, this is for the kids, um, but really it's for me. Because there's there's this, like people feel ashamed about it. Yeah. And they shouldn't absolutely. have to feel like that. Absolutely, yeah. So that's why this is like a fun thing. You know, yeah. It's fun and it's like YouTube and there's, you know, cameras and all this fun stuff and yeah but it is the grounds of it is simple cooking lessons to keep you breathing yeah. that's that's what it is but there's a lot of fun into it there's some like there's there's we're going to have like um tablets on there for the kids to mess around with we're gonna have like little little competitions and different classes and whatever um you know like we're gonna do like homemade pasta not that anyone needs to make homemade pasta because no. it's in the shops but it's just that extra little bit so that's the sort of things that the schools do like um i knew how to make scones at school yeah but i didn't really because my mom weighed out all the ingredients yeah. i took it to school in a bag when i yeah. got to school i chucked it in a bowl pour it in pour it in a mold then then took it back home again yeah. i don't know what I, I don't know what i did no no the teacher just said do this do that do the other like cool yeah sound and like you know, I could read the back of a box on a pizza which says stick me in the oven at 200 degrees for 20 minutes. Um, well, you'd probably burn it if you do that, actually. It's about what I <laughs> It depends on the pizza, mate, I reckon. Yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like, like I can do that because it says. Yeah. But on a tin of beans, on a tin of peas and a tin of... It doesn't say what to do. No. And if you don't know, then you've got to, you've just got to like kind of wing it. Yeah. And this cookery classes, it's, it's like wing it cookery classes. It's how to wing it pro- properly. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, I mean, you're talking about making it fun with anything at all. And this is kind of my approach to, to fitness, if you like, is yeah. enjoyment is absolutely paramount because if you don't enjoy something, you're not going to stick at it no matter what it is. So when, when I talk about physical activity, I always talk about doing stuff you enjoy. I don't talk about, you know, going to the gym if you don't like going to the gym. I don't talk about yeah. going for a run if you don't like going for a run. Kids are active because they play right you take kids yeah. to a to an open space and they'll leg it around and climb trees and all the rest yeah. of it and adults really can do exactly the same I, I don't i mean most adults i know would like quite enjoy climbing trees but they don't yeah. because again it's like you feel like you've got to be grown up and serious right but enjoyment is absolutely paramount to maintaining a kind of physical activity uh, physically active lifestyle so it's the same with with cooking and eating right if you yeah. don't enjoy it if it's a chore then it may last you for a week or a week and a half but you're yeah. soon going to be slipping back to the habits that you had before because you don't actually enjoy doing it 100 percent, yeah so the thing is like with children so um people have picky eaters with children yeah so so yes there are picky eaters don't get me wrong there are picky eaters there's children with like with autism or whatever yep. um, other, other different things and they like particular foods and that's yep. it but one of the ways that I've helped a couple of families or a few families is um, get your children to help you cook yeah. and they will eat that food. Yeah. And it all, it's all because of their creation. 
Yeah. So they're they're creating something. So like, let's just say that my son Cody is playing with Lego. Yep. And then I bring him out a plate of food and I go, "Food's on the table, Cody," and he'll go, "No." Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, come and eat your food. Your food's ready." I've just I've sat in there for half an hour and made it for you. You better come and eat it. Yep. Blah blah blah. And he's like, "No, I'm playing." I'm like, "Well, I don't care. I'm going to throw all your toys in the bin or whatever." You know, we just yeah. You know that whole it becomes thing. a battle, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then they look at what's on the table. I don't know, chicken nuggets and chips or whatever, just say, for example, some chicken nuggets and chips, which is his favourite meal, all of a sudden he doesn't like it anymore and he will never have it again. <laughs> yeah. And he turns into a picky eater. And it's not because of the food, it's because he was creating something on the floor, on his own, with his Lego, and you just stopped him in his tracks. Yeah. And the thing that stopped him in his tracks is chicken nuggets and chips. Yeah. So, so if he you resents them a, it now, doesn't he? Yeah. So that's so exactly that. So if you give them like a salad or something and say, oh, I've done a salad, come and eat your food, then they'll be like, no. But if they're in the kitchen and they are creating the food with you, yeah. the end product of the food is their plate full of food, yeah. is a meal. So the, if, the end, if they create the, the, the product and they have the product in front of them, they're not then going to go, okay, great, I'm going to go play with something else. They're going to go, oh, I'm going to have this now. Yeah. And, they, and they're much more likely, okay, yeah, there might be children that don't want to touch it, but they're much more likely to attack that plate and eat it if they've helped to create it. It's like having, they, they take ownership of it, don't they? Yeah. And it's the same with, I mean, kids and adults are so much more similar than, than people kind of, people think. yeah, than, than people realise. And, and adults, if they've got ownership over something, if you consider like, uh, you know, adults in a in a workplace environment and there's like a project that their workplace are doing, their employers are doing, and they say, you're right, you need to do this and you, you need to do that because this is what the project is. Whereas if you give those same uh, same employees ownership over certain parts of the project, then they take pride in it and yes. they they start being able to use their creativity because at the end of the day, we've got like a, a, a brain which is geared for problem-solving creativity learning kids yeah. are way more in tune with that than adults are kids yeah. are still really curious kids are like sponges when they when it comes to absorbing new skills and new information and and if you if you stimulate that that's massively enjoyable for them all kids are curious uh it it's it just has to be kind of positioned in the right way doesn't it it's, it needs yeah. to be kind of offered up to them and go hey what do you think we could I mean, if you had a if, if you had a works a worktop full of a few ingredients that you've got from the shop or from the food bank and you said what do you think we could make out of this yeah that's so much more engaging for the kids isn't it yeah yeah absolutely and it's not even i mean there's a lot of people say i wouldn't let my kid near near a hob or i wouldn't yeah, let yeah. my kid with a, with a knife give them a saucepan with dry rice yeah tell them to mix it get them to put a little bit of salt in it Yep. So they, they can do something with the fingers, right? Okay, just pour the salt into a bag, and next time they want to help to cook, bring out that bring out that that, yep. that rice again. There's always something, and isn't there? They like they can they can butter some bread, right? Yep. If they knacker it up, it's a slice of bread. Okay, it's a slice of bread, but let's just chuck it. You yep. know, if it's that bad, we can just throw it away. If you don't want them to actually like get into the nitty gritty side of the knives, the hot stuff, and all that bits and pieces, yet fine. But just give them something. Yep. Pull the chair up to the worktop put something in front of them a chopping board a spoon anything yeah. just for them to do something for a minute two minutes ten minutes so they feel like they've engaged with you yeah. and and they've creating something new and they're a part of what the family does as well yeah i think that i think that even adults 
in a if if there are adults who haven't got a family or haven't got kids they can often slip into the um the abyss of convenience food themselves quite easily and ready meals and takeaways and stuff like that yeah. because they haven't got that engagement themselves they've never they've never engaged with with cooking uh, themselves and they they kind of identify as someone who's never been a good cook and that identity is is quite strong you know when you when you've told yourself something in, a number of times or perhaps it's a belief that you've inherited from your parents because your parents didn't believe they were good at cooking and all yeah, the rest of it yeah, yeah. then as you go into you know say you're in your early 20s and um you know you 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 have the same behaviors and you think oh you know i'll bung a pizza in like you were saying or um grab a microwave meal and things like that yeah and it's because you it's because you haven't stimulated yourself and you haven't actually found a way of cooking and most people not all because there's always exceptions in any of this but most people if they actually start learning how to cook themselves whether they're a family whether they've got kids or whether they're not they will find some kind of enjoyment if they find the right kind of style of cooking yeah. or, you know, whatever. And yeah. it becomes, you've created something and you can be proud of yourself and you can be proud of that. And I think that we need to reconnect with that that side of cooking and eating rather than it just being something we have to do. We have to eat, so we might as well just have something quick. If we start enjoying it, if we start going right and reconnecting with where where our food is coming from and trying new ingredients and trying new things and new skills, then as adults we're stimulating that same curiosity that we can stimulate in our kids. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people, obviously, because of because of takeaways, a lot of people like different different um, different countries' foods, different yes, yeah. di- where different foods are from. And but supermarkets have got aisles dedicated to different countries. So yep. if you like to have a Chinese. Yeah, get into that supermarket and find what you eat from the takeaway and make it yourself at home. Yeah, it's a lot better than for for your body than getting it from a takeaway and for your wallet as well. And yeah, absolutely, yeah. And you can make it like ten times for the price of what you've got. Yeah, it for. Exactly. But, but also, you might stumble on something else, and curiosity might get the better of you. You could find some other some new bits and pieces, and you can try make something else. Yeah, you know, you can like get it from a takeaway first if you want try yep. something new from a takeaway that figure out what it was that you've had yep. if you like it go to the supermarket and try and replicate it and with if the internet with the internet yeah. now we can find the recipes for those things really easily so like exactly if you wanted to if you wanted to um google how to make like fried rice you know and it's, it's there it's there yeah. it's all easy to find and yeah and it, something like i mean the reason i pulled fried fried rice out of the air there is because it is once you know how to make that it's like the easiest thing ever yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. so cheap it's like, so cheap for the amount of people that, that don't do rice very well yes yeah but that's because they've never like they've never actually googled it to find no, out absolutely and, but they just if, they just chuck it in even if you um when you were when you first start doing that let's say you went from buying fried rice from your local chinese to making your fried rice but you bought like a pouch of microwave rice rather than cooking yeah. it yourself yeah that's that like it, you but don't have to be perfect at cooking rice yeah. because you can get like a pouch of it yes again it's not the most cost effective way of doing it as it is buying like you know dry rice yeah. but if you got that and you know some onion and some peas and some peppers and you you, you're golden yeah fry fry up a little bit of a a bit of um chicken yeah put some little herbs on it yeah Yeah. you sound a little bit of sauce whatever but like yeah and it's it's honestly it's great like with my so i i love the boiling the bag boiling the bag rices yeah 
um, they're a favourite with food banks because it's just like it's just there. You just get the you can just get the bag. You dump it in. Eighteen minutes done. Yep. Um, there's some short time ones, but I always cook my rice in vegetable stock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it just sucks up. So the rice just sucks up all of that all yeah. of that vegetable stock. Yeah. And I just get the cheap stuff from like from Aldi. Yeah. And and I just just whack it in. Boil the boil the rice in vegetable stock. And the rice is already instead of it just being like dull plain rice, it's already flavoured. And then you can just just stick some stuff together in it, like fry some stuff off quickly, and then stick the rice with it, and it's and it's done, and yeah. it's and it's minutes, yeah, literally it's, minutes. It's so like I feel really good when I do that. Like I'll yeah. be honest, like it, you just feel it's like this feeling of smugness of going, I made oh, that. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good yeah. feeling. Now I, yeah. I work with a lot of people who have uh, who've got who've got money. Um, you know they're, they're, that's not a struggle for them but time is a struggle for them and they although the, the actual cause of the the challenges are different let's say someone's working crazy hours they've got a commute they've got uh, they're balancing that with parenting and stuff like that so they've got money in the bank but they have they haven't got the time or the energy or the inclination to cook food when they get home and because yeah. they've got the money in the bank they they they're not that fussed yeah exactly they're not that fussed yeah. about getting takeaways four times a week because they yeah. they can afford it and they're spending yeah. like you know 80 100 quid a week on takeaways because it's, yeah. it's 20 25 quid a time at least yeah. And you just think that's mad. That's mad. And yes, Crazy. it's not a, it's not a big deal for them financially, but health wise, it's, it's it's not good. If they're if they're the best at their game on bad food, yeah, imagine how good they would yeah. be. I keep telling them <laughs> if they were, if, yeah, if they were on good food, yeah, if they because they'd wake up in the morning, they'd feel fresh, and it does work, and it, it really it does, does work. Like I can't even stress enough, like to people who are listening who who think oh yeah you know i I feel all right after a mcdonald's like yeah yeah, you you might do but if you have a week of no mcdonald's and a week of good like even if it's just chicken caesar salad every day yeah or whatever you would feel so much more energy the only reason that people think they feel all right is because they've got nothing to compare it to exactly it's their benchmark their benchmark is is just feeling shit really all yeah. the time isn't it and yeah. so yeah and so they don't know and i remember when i first started doing it because i haven't always been fit and healthy i used to eat yeah, absolute yeah. rubbish and i remember when i when i kind of started sorting myself out in terms of what i was eating and i was like oh this is how i'm supposed to feel yeah yeah yeah. Ooh, okay I get it, it was now. a revelation for me yeah. and i think that loads of people go through the same thing and that's really motivating in itself because you go you forget about the long-term health benefits which are really hard to imagine like the fact that you're going to live longer and healthier and you're reducing the risk of things like type 2 diabetes and coronary yeah. heart disease and certain types yeah. of cancer because all of that's quite hard to grasp because it seems so far off but if you can grasp the fact that you're going to feel better tomorrow or even today yeah then then it's you know w- w- humans like some kind of short-term reward and that is the 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 best short-term reward there is for for starting to starting to take care of what you eat like if you had if you uh, when I, I used to work in a hardware shop in birmingham and uh when i used to live there and um on a friday we used to have a chip shop lunch yeah. And um, I could eat quite a bit, so I was like, "Well, somebody has to pay for it, so I'm going to get a large dollar meat and chips." Yeah. And you try and lift because obviously it's a hardware store slash yeah, garden yeah. centre. Yeah. So you try and lift um, loads of bags of compost and gravel and concrete and stuff into people's boots of their car after a large dollar meat and chips. <laughs> yeah. It's you not know, good. it's just no, no. You just but want to go to add, sleep. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 
So, but if, if if I had like a like a salad, or no, I mean a salad, it just a rice, just a rice dish, yeah. like an easy like rice dish or something that's obviously not as big, like yeah. just dollar and chips, like huge. Yeah. So, <laughs> like if I had like just a normal portion of uh, like obviously portion size size is a massive thing as well. Of course. So, like if I just had like a normal portion portion of like rice with a few bits and pieces of chicken and that, I'd have been full, but I would have been buzzing as well, and yeah. I wouldn't have all my red blood cells wouldn't be trying to digest all the food to make me all tired. Yeah, it would be everything would just be where it should be yeah yes yeah, yeah. ready to ready to work and that's the same balanced, with all work. blood sugar's balanced focus yeah. is there yeah it is it's 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 makes so much of a difference and i mean you are what you eat is a cliche but it is a cliche for a reason because yeah you cannot your the cells in your body cannot be made of anything other than what you're putting in so it's like yeah. is your is your body are your cells going to be made of a large don of meat and chips or are they going to be made of fresh fruit and veg and salads and yeah. rice and all of this kind of stuff? Yeah. And when you think that's the only thing my cells could be made of is what I'm putting in, because they ain't getting anything from anywhere else. Yeah, they don't just walk around like, getting things <laughs> off trees. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I'm so, like a chameleon with a big tongue. Like. <laughs> and so you just think, wow, okay, if that's the case, what do I want my cells to be made out of? Like yeah. if I if, if your cells are made out of donor meat and chips, you're going to feel like you're made out of donor meat and chips yeah. and it's not a good feeling. Yeah, and you literally will be. Yeah, yeah. And that's not to yeah. say you can't have it now and again, right? Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, because sometimes your cells want a little bit of donor meat and chips. Of course they do. But um yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like if you just if you just ate well all the time, I think you'd get to a point where you'd be you'd just be so bored of it and you would just flip the other way. Yeah. Yeah, every, um, so everything yeah, in moderation, to, isn't it? Yeah. Um but like for the for the for the, the mental health side of it, it wasn't even the cooking, the food that I was cooking. It yeah. wasn't even the food that I was cooking which was helping me with my mental health at the time. It was just the um the concentration on editing the footage, yeah. on filming, on writing a script for what I'm going to say for the next thing. Yeah. But yes, it was the obviously the food that I was cooking played a part of me having energy to yeah. So it was just this cycle that I was in of I need to create something that's good that people are going to watch. Yep. Then I'm going to eat it and I'll feel really good about eating it. And then I'm going to edit it and then I'm going to think of what I'm going to do tomorrow. And yep. then it was just this cycle of of what I was doing. And, most and, it, people, and that's that's what worked. Most people are on like the opposite of that cycle where they have no energy, so they can't be bothered to to cook something healthy so they yeah. eat something rubbish then they feel even worse and have even less energy so they still can't be bothered to make anything like decent the next day and it's on this yeah. on this this negative this downward spiral yeah. um and it feeds off itself whichever direction you're going in and the hard thing is going from the downward spiral to the upward spiral isn't it yeah. once you're on it it's a bit easier but it's making that shift so if there's anyone like to, to be honest mate i think this would be a good place to ask if there's people listening to this who are like, right, this this is they're speaking my language. I want to make some of these positive changes. I want to feel better. I want to have more energy. Then, do you have any advice for someone who wants to make those changes? Like, what would what would be the kind of the starting point? What advice would you give? So, um, if you're a meat eater, I would say to switch two of your weekly meat meat dinners to veg. Okay. So whether that would be to change something to chickpeas like chicken to chickpeas or chicken from chicken from a meat to lentils or something yep. instead it would be just try and change two meals yep. from your week into veg because or, or beans or something like that just to 
I know that meat, meat, like there's a lot of evidence which says that meat is good for you. And there's a lot of evidence which says that meat has got proteins and stuff like that. But there's a lot of other stuff which also has that benefit as well. Yeah. So, um, and like, I don't just want you to take out a little piece of chicken and put in a little piece of like something else like veg, make, make it a vegetable dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't, don't just remove the hot dog out of your hot dog <laughs> bun and push a carrot in it. Yeah, it doesn't have quite like, the same effect. No, make, make, change it to a vegetable dish. Yeah, and I mean, you were talking about lentils and and um, chickpeas <laughs> earlier on. So like, I don't, I don't eat any meat people who um who follow me or kind of listen to the podcast or whatever um will probably know this about me i don't i don't eat meat i basically eat no animal products at all um Good. yeah and one of the things that i found uh, changed when i made that change was my energy levels improved but also my digestion improved massively because i was eating more fiber and yes. what I, I i discovered i've always i've always quite liked vegetarian food and stuff anyway but i discovered a whole range of different meals that i'd never kind of come across before think, that were think, focused around plants i think you can play a lot more with with vegan vegetarian food yeah. than you can with meat food there's only so much you can like you can only use certain seasoning on certain meats yeah but with vegetarian and vegan food literally you can do what you want have you got and any ideas of like uh, like for someone who's listening who's like all right great yeah I'll change a couple of a couple of meals over to kind of uh, veggie meals okay um, um, so what would you suggest um, so if it's a kiddie if it was like a child friendly vegetarian meal that, yep. that, that they want to do so in the cookbook we've got these my kids love making them so that's what I'm going to say but it's it's um, we call it a rice wrap okay um, so it's a, a wrap where inside it you so you boil some rice yep. you chop up some onion you chop up some peppers into into very like your little fingernail size stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so peppers onion um and i put uh well so i put in there as well there's the season there's salt and pepper in there um i cook the rice in vegetable stock so yep. it gives a bit of color and there's a bit of herbs and stuff in there um and mushrooms as well yep um so all of that with the rice then you get a, a wrap, which is like a round wrap in your frying pan. Put a little bit of grated cheese around the ha- half of the wrap. Yeah. Fill in the rest of the half with your rice. Yeah. Flop it over and then seal it with a fork where the, yep. where the, where the uh, grated cheese is. And you've got like this rice wrap, which looks like a Cornish pasty. Yeah. Put Stick a salad on the side and a few few little little bits of cheese or whatever. And it's just a nice, light-hearted meal and you can literally pick it up and eat it like yeah. a kebab nice. and it's and it's and it's sound and it's filling as i was listening to that i was thinking i could get on board with that i'd probably bung some um kidney beans or something in there as well yeah so it's, it's a bit it's like actually, a burrito yeah 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 yeah. exactly and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on my youtube as well already oh, i've nice. already put a little clip of there because i'm i'm doing lockdown lunches with lara so yeah. um on, on youtube and i'm pretty sure the first one we did Unless I've, I know that I've recorded. It. I don't know if I've recorded it and put it up there, or yeah. whether I did it live on there. But there's a couple of on, there's a couple of ideas on there already that people can go to on Cooking with Cody on nice. YouTube. I'll put a link um, to that in the uh, in the episode description as well. So if anyone's listening and wants to go and have a look at the YouTube channel, then that link should be in the description. Have a little, yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, so 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 yeah, that's 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 what we go for straight away, and it's really simple, and the kids can help with it. Yeah, because you, know, you can you can you can prepare it cold. So you can boil your rice, yeah, and then let the kids prepare it cold, and then just just do it after. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what what else could be on there? So um, vegetarian cottage pies. Yeah. So you I had one use... of them last night actually, mate. 
yeah sound so you can you can so you can do that so you could do chopped tomatoes so all all out of like food bank stuff you could do chopped tomatoes again lentils or chickpeas um you could do mixed beans in it yep. you could do um what else have we got over here yeah peas carrots um all that can go in it and then they, they can just put smash over the top yeah just make some instant mash make it a little bit more um runnier so you can spread it yeah and then stick it stick it under the under the grill or in the oven yeah so you can boil it all first then stick it under the grill and just brown off the brown off the mash yeah and it's just a, a, a vegetarian a cottage pie made from tins and cans yeah ideal ideal nice and simple so mate honestly it's been absolutely fantastic chatting to you and i i'm massive respect and I, I wish you all the best with with this mission going forward and i can't wait to see how the the bus comes on over the coming weeks and months and uh, yeah like uh, it's it's an exciting journey yeah it's really cool i'm, I'm buzzing you'll have to come down when we um when if you're only local you'll have to come on, on our launch next year you'll have to come down yeah without a doubt mate yeah keep me in the loop mate i'd love to yeah, i absolutely will yeah it's like i'm only up the road after all um, yeah 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 where's the best pe- so we've obviously already said about youtube where else would be a good place if people want to see what it is that you're about and what it is that you're up to um where would you like them to go and have a look well, the most active platform is Facebook. Yeah. Uh, second, second active is Instagram. Okay. Um, and then YouTube, and yeah, I, I'm personally on LinkedIn as well. Um, the Twitter account I don't really use, um, but it's Facebook and Instagram really, which All is right. um, both of them are uh, at Cook with Cody. Awesome. So Cook with Cody on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I'll put links to those in the description for the episode as well. So if anyone's listening to this and wants to go and check out what Mike's doing with Cooking with Cody, uh, those links will be there clickable for you. If you're listening on Anchor and on Spotify, then they will be clickable. If you're listening on Apple, I don't think they will be for some reason. Um, But if you look for Cook with Cody, then you will find that on both of those platforms. Uh, Mike, mate, thank you so much for spending some time having a chat today um i've enjoyed it i hope you've enjoyed it as well yeah it's been great yeah nice, nice one, one. thank you no worries at all so um hopefully speak to you soon mate cool see ya nice one guys see you later thank you for listening to fit body fit mind with me jay unwin if you aren't already connected with me on linkedin instagram or facebook then you can find all the links in the podcast description or on my website at fitbodyfitmind.online Until next time, stay fit, stay well and have fun.